we, we have this impression that owners want to leave their businesses sooner rather than later. And I just don't think that's the case. They're kind of contemplating, well, I may have this for a long time. Or maybe, gosh, my business isn't growing very fast, so I'm going to have to stay in it longer. Hello, this is Elizabeth Mower, president of BEI. And I'm John Brown, the founder of BEI. Each episode, we take you into the world of exit planning, sharing the stories, struggles, and opportunities of business owners and their advisors. We'll get into this episode's conversation right after this. Are you looking to increase your exit planning work? Are you tired of reinventing the wheel with every client? Possibly looking to streamline the process? Then the BEI planning license is for you. Receive the industry's only plan creation software developed exclusively by BEI for BEI advisors. You'll also gain access to implementation tools developed specifically to keep the advisor team moving together. Get personal, individual training and support for your plan design concepts. Get started today by visiting exitplanning.com forward slash license. That's exitplanning.com forward slash license attract and engage your clients in the exit planning process. Welcome back. In this episode, we are continuing our conversations about the kinds of issues or at least perceived issues that cause business owners to think that planning for the future is difficult, impossible, um, not necessary, or burdensome in some way. It's and And we see their point Business owners are very busy. They're under more pressure now than ever uh, to succeed. They're relying on their businesses for quite a lot. And the marketplace that they're in, no doubt, is changing very rapidly. So there's a lot of pressure on people who own businesses. And we're not trying to create a sort of a, a, an additional source of stress for business owners. We're actually trying to reduce their stress. So we thought that we would talk a little bit about some of the perceived ways that business owners think that maybe planning is too much for them to do and and what their advisors might be able to do about it. So what we've talked about is, you know, business owners may find that the idea of planning for the future of the business, especially if they're familiar with any of BEI's planning content, which is all very broad. It's It covers a lot of different areas. It, it is... Mm-hmm. Uh, comprehensive and covers lots of different things. So exit planning, the way BEI teaches and supports the process is not so much about the, I tell this all the time when we teach, it's not about the exit, it's about the planning. So in the exit planning term, the planning is where the emphasis goes. The exit is easy if you've done all of the planning, but owners may find that that seems a little bit overwhelming. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's too many different things. Business owners are frequently attention challenged. What uh, was that? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and have a lot of pressure, as I yeah. already said. Right. And so I think we, as a company that supports planning for business owners and, and thinks that it's a good idea, we're not trying to overwhelm them. We're try- we can acknowledge that not every business owner wants to go through sort of comprehensive, full-spectrum Every, you know, no stone unturned all at one time. Maybe they just don't have the bandwidth for that. Does that mean that you should do no planning? I don't think so. So you and I would really mm-hmm. suggest for business owners who can't, don't want to, aren't available for comprehensive all at once planning, we would suggest that they start by breaking their planning 
for the future into pieces. And what do you and I call that? We call that component planning. Component planning. Yeah. So component planning is a way to say, okay, there are various areas that are gonna need to get addressed. And then really, if you're doing it right, as an advisor, the client gets to pick where they start first. Mm -hmm. I really don't find it to be necessary or even helpful for an advisor to say, this is your most pressing area. This is where it's going to be the most important. You need to start here. If a client or a business owner doesn't find that that is their most pressing issue, it's not going to go very well. Right, right. So component planning is, or maybe tell us what, if somebody says to you, John, well, you know, what does component planning mean? Or what does it involve? Or I don't understand. Okay. How would you, how would you describe it? Okay. So my take may be a little different than yours. We'll, we'll find out. Okay. So I would start every client engagement almost because I did almost all exit planning with understanding what the client's resources are, what the, and what the resources need to be before they can exit in order to achieve all of the owner's goals and aspirations. So it's that's really the first part of exit planning. What are the owner's goals and aspirations? What are your resources you have? What are your resources that you need? And so from there, we have an accurate picture of where the client and the business are. And only then can any kind of planning take place, whether it's comprehensive and broad or whether the owner has a particular concern that they want to address first. And that is what we would call a component plan. So if you're a business owner, you may decide, well, the most important thing for me to do is to develop a management team. The most important thing for me to do is, you know, since I'm not planning on leaving for five or more years, is what happens to my solely owned business if I die before then? I want to address that first before we talk about anything else. And I don't, and that, therefore, if we do that, it means also we've really limited the amount of time that we need to spend. So the owner's not going to be forced to go through this longer process, although, again, it doesn't take that long from the owner's perspective, but we can address the most pressing concern the owner has based upon what the owner actually has and actually wants to do. That would be a component plan. So I don't you, know why you thought I would disagree with you on that. I totally agree. Oh, okay. We don't have to. We don't have to fight. It's fine. Okay. I agree with so you. So is this the end of the podcast then, or <laughs> are we going to go on? That's good. We agree. And we need yeah. an example of what that would, would well, look like. Yeah, and I can I can think of a few from some larger you know planning groups that are doing a lot of work, and then they and then they talk to me about what they're doing. Uh, one of the things that I get to do is I get to uh, participate in these things that BEI supports, and they're called virtual practice groups. They're just basically groups of sort of non-competitive advisors and firms that get together on a regular basis and talk about the work that they're doing mm -hmm. so that they can be better at it. It's, re you know, it's really as simple mm -hmm. as that. And so how can they deliver good advice, deliver it efficiently, uh, get it to as many clients as possible, mm -hmm. create the best outcomes possible? That's really what what these groups are for. And so the topic comes up again and again and again that business owning clients often do not have the ability or the interest to address or attack everything at once. 
and then they'll go around the group. What do you do about it? What do you do about it? Where are you seeing your clients feel the most urgency or or pain or need or benefit, mm -hmm. right? And mm -hmm. so, uh, and so I get to hear from advisors who spend all day long doing planning for clients, what kinds of issues are most important. So they're still, I agree, going through mm -hmm. that process that you described of mm -hmm. understanding what does the client have, what do they want to have, what do they need to have, and what do they feel strongly about, mm -hmm. understanding all of that, and then starting. So here's what I'm hearing. Uh, a lot of advisors these days are starting with the topic or the category that we call business continuity. For anyone who doesn't know what business continuity really means, it is essentially the continuation of the business, uh, could be the income stream, could be an, uh, you know, an in, a lack of interruption, sort of a um, protection of the value of a business mm -hmm. if certain kinds of events happen. People tend to think <clears throat> of it as um, death and disability events, what will happen to the business, what will happen to my ownership, but it could also include a breakup with a co-owner. It could include something dramatic that happens uh -huh. to the business, even a natural disaster, a hurricane, uh -huh. something like that. So there's yeah. a lot of things that we could plan for that would get a better outcome if we thought about it in advance, knew what we were going to do, and maybe put some steps in place. And so it's essentially risk management, really, for business ownership. And a lot of advisors and firms are telling me that that is very, uh, that's very popular with their clients and that clients are saying, if I could just know that in an emergency or in a worst case scenario, <clears throat> my business, my family, my mm -hmm. employees, whatever it, whatever it is, are fine, then I'd be happy and I could really stop worrying about that and maybe I could focus on other things. So we're hearing that a lot. John, in your travels around the country, are you also hearing that from advisors that that's kind mm -hmm. of an issue uh -huh. that business owners really seem this risk of not planning for business continuity is, is yeah. bothering them and they want to do something about it? Yeah, that absolutely. And just listening to you makes me think that I think that is more common now than five years ago or 10 years ago, this this concern on the part of owners about what happens to the business if some, something happens to me. Uh, will it continue? Will my family be taken care of? All of those mm -hmm. estate planning and business continuity questions. And I, what made me think of was that's because owners aren't leaving their businesses nearly as quickly as all the pundits, probably including me, uh, thought they would. We we have this impression that owners want to leave their businesses sooner rather than later. And I just don't think that's the case. So I think yeah. they're kind of contemplating, well, I may have this for a long time. Mm -hmm. Or maybe, gosh, my business isn't growing very fast, so I'm going to have to stay in it longer. I need to do some continuity planning and thinking. And so that is the perfect storm, really, for what we call a component plan. Yep. You we know what you want. Yep. Yep. Address their issues. Right. And then and then in many ways you can kind of put that to the side. Yeah. At, not forever, but at least for a little while and focus on other things. And then maybe I'll tell you the other the other sort of very very different area that advisors are telling me owners are very interested in and this makes a lot of sense too, I think, uh, given the way that demographics and the workplace mm -hmm. has changed is all things focused on developing a management team. So developing, motivating, 
retaining because if they leave it's such a huge problem and rewarding incentivizing uh, top people in the company so when good people are hard to find when loyalty to an employer has weakened over the last generation or mm-hmm. two when uh, when um, human capital can be such a tremendous competitive advantage uh, owners are saying okay this is a real issue for me my competitors will overtake me if I don't do something about it or my business will fall behind if I don't do something about it so business continuity being sort of what if something happens to me what if something happens to my business uh, is a is kind of getting ahead of the reactive sort of you know how will I react when those things happen or if they do happen and then this management team development key person kind of development mm-hmm. and retention is really kind of uh, maybe like a proactive alternative mm-hmm. that business owners are also very interested in and and the more an advisor or a firm can help a business owner get resources get advice and make progress in this area of de- of of managing developing and leveraging their their people mm-hmm. the better off they are do you yeah. agree with that yeah I, I agree with it and I think it's also a realization that the whole process of developing and motivating and keeping the management team is a long-term or at least a midterm time requirement it's going to take probably five or more years to really develop the management team and have them really be performing to allow the owner to maybe throttle back entirely or exit the business. So it's not something, oh, I need a management team and I'm going to go hire somebody and then six months they're going to be able to run the business. Right. We know that's not going to work. And I think that you're right. This yeah. high, you know, I need a, you need to hire a general manager and then hiring a general manager who's very experienced, knows a lot, has been really successful, it still doesn't really go yeah. any faster, does yeah. it? Yeah, but it can go somewhere. If you don't yes. hire the manager, then you're working your 60 or 70 hour weeks and you won't develop more value and you won't be able to sell the company for very much. And so I guess you might as well do your continuity planning. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're going to be, be here until death do you part. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So continuity planning and estate yeah. planning become very important. And I think, yeah. you know, the re- you know th- it does make sense that uh, preparing for risks and then and planning for growth are two big issues for business owners. Those who have mm-hmm. privately held businesses know that those are the are really two things that could make or break. They're they're both future. critically important. And you know the other thing is most of your clients who were thinking of leaving ten years ago who were thinking of leaving their business when in their fifties they're still thinking of leaving their businesses. Mm-hmm. So now we're all. 10 years closer to the final end of the game, right? So I think this continuity planning has more interest for the baby boomers than it did 10 years ago when they were young baby boomers. That's right. And they thought, well, I'll sell it. But now they maybe we're seeing a lot of owners who yeah. like what they're They like doing. what they're doing. They feel pretty good, except for the heart attack they had last year. They've been doing great. Their yeah. health is excellent. Some of them fall down and break their legs. Some of them, you know, are going to have some kind of a, you know, a, a stroke. And but but they rec- with the recoveries yeah. are stronger. And owners, I agree, they're staying and finding reasons to 
to continue on with their business and it just makes this planning even that much more important so so again that's so that from the advisor standpoint that's really what we call component planning Mm -hmm. we go through the discovery phase of learning wants and needs and resources but then we address continuity slash estate planning right out of the box Um, and then that gives us then time now to go back and and took a lo- take a longer view on management, progression, things like that. Right. So exit planning can mean a lot of different things to different people. We can slice it and dice it, or we can do it all at once. But at the end of the day, we're going to do what the client wants and needs. Right. And anything that supports a, a, a business owner's goals for the future, grow the business, um, work less, uh, have a lot of money, um, have something to do, whatever their goals are, any activities that they can do or any steps that they can take to move closer to that is planning to you and me. That, I believe, is why we plan. It is why we plan. <laughs> well, that's what, I think this has been a really good and important conversation so that so that we don't inadvertently, you know, give give uh, people listening, the impression that that planning has to be one particular thing. You and I have never felt that way mm-hmm. in the work that we've done with clients and most of the advisors right. that, that BEI supports would, yeah. would agree with us. There's very few people who think that planning must be any one particular thing. So that is why we plan. And in future episodes, we can talk more about those issues in, in greater yeah. detail, maybe give people some more help and advice. We'll do it. Okay. Thanks very much for being Thank here. Thank you, Elizabeth. Thank you, group. Goodbye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Join us for our next episode. For more content like this, please visit exitplanning.com.